Gentlemen, are prostate problems spoiling your day or waking you up at night? Ladies, are you tired of these disruptions? Discover Prostate Perform. Formulated with clinically proven natural ingredients, Prostate Perform helps reduce the frequency and urgency of men's bathroom breaks. Why wait? Prostate Perform relieves symptoms of BPH in men so you can both get back to enjoying your favorite activities. Available exclusively at quality health food stores. To learn more, visit NewRootsHerbal.com. And to ensure these products are right for you, always read and follow the label. It's time for Ask the Expert on CHOK. If you have a question for today's guest about their area of expertise, give us a call at 519-464-1070 or toll free at 1-866-464-1070. Send us an email or post on Facebook. It's time for Ask the Expert. Here's your host, Stephanie Shavs. Good morning. Thank you for joining us today for Ask the Expert. Joining me in the studio this morning, manager at Blue Water Nutrition, Kristen Neald. And on the line with us as well this morning is naturopathic Dr. Ludo Brunel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Dr. Ludo, I I know you've been on with us before in the past, but for our listeners, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I understand you've been practicing as a naturopathic doctor now for 20 years. That's right. Yes, I've been... uh seen patients for 20 years now. I spent uh, the first part of my career in the dietary supplement industry, so formulating products, educating professionals and the public about how to use those products. And then after that, uh, I worked in Calgary. I live in Calgary, so I worked in Calgary for a very large uh, preventative health program. And I was with them for 10 years and saw thousands of patients through that program. Uh, I'm also a father of three amazing kids, and uh, yeah, I'm thrilled to be on the show today. Uh, today, for our listeners, we're going to be discussing men's health, um, especially uh, in particular. We're going to be talking about uh, prostate health and benign prostate hyperplasia in particular. Um, so, Dr. Brunel, when we're talking about um, men's health, what role does the prostate gland play? Yeah, so it's it's a very important organ in uh, male reproductive health. It's uh, it's a small walnut-sized organ that sits right under the bladder and the urethra, um, the tube basically that we use to pee, is right in the middle of it. Also, nerves go through the prostate. Um, the prostate's main function is that it produces a fluid that nourishes and transports sperm. So it obviously is very important for reproduction. What would be some of the more common health problems affecting the prostate? So depending on the age of the person, um, we see different problems. So in younger men, typically men that are less than 50, one of the bigger problems is called prostatitis, which is an inflammation of the prostate. Uh, as men grow old, grow older, so in men over the age of 50, um, we start seeing more problems with benign prostate hyperplasia or BPH. Um, and of course, there's also prostate cancer, which is the most common cancer in men. It accounts for about 20% of all cancers in men. Uh, prostate cancer eventually affects about one in nine Canadian men. Um, so, you know, similar to breast cancer, although breast cancer is even more common in women, um, about one in four. And we have about 23,000 men in Canada that are diagnosed with prostate cancer every year. 
Is there anything that men can do to help prevent prostate cancer or other prostate health problems? For sure, as for most health problems, there's always lots that we can do in terms of prevention or treatment. Uh, with the prostate, you know, we have some understanding of what's happening. We know that hormones are um, often associated with an increased risk of the problem, uh, more specifically testosterone and its derivative. But also lifestyle, of course, is really important. Uh, lifestyle overall can help us decrease the risk of cancer but also prostate cancer and prostate problems. So making sure that you're eating properly, that you're getting lots of healthy fats, less saturated fats, but more fats such as omega-3s or fats from nuts and seeds, more fruits and vegetables. Um, There's specific nutrients that can also help the prostate. Lycopene, for example, in tomatoes um, can really help uh, protect the prostate. We also have research that shows that green tea and soy tend to be beneficial. Green tea is a powerful antioxidant. It can reduce inflammation in the prostate. Soy, because it has an impact on uh, hormones, Mm -hmm. um, can also help. And then um, having a healthy weight, exercising regularly. Uh, We want to be careful, of course, with smoking and alcohol. Um, Those things are very important. There's other factors charred meat we know contains some some um, chemical compounds that can increase the risk of cancer uh, vitamin d really important for prevention of cancer overall for health of course vitamin d really really important and we also have some studies that show that being sexually active also decreases the risk and so uh, men that have sex more frequently uh, are significantly less likely to have prostate cancer what are some of the other problems that can uh, affect the, the prostate? Um, go ahead. So one, so one of those is prostatitis, which, which I mentioned earlier, so inflammation of the prostate. It affects about 10% of men throughout the lifespan, so quite common. It can be acute or chronic. In acute cases, typically what happens is somehow bacteria gets into the prostate, and this can cause an infection, inflammation, uh, and it can be very, very painful. Um, sometimes in these acute cases, it's hard to pee, and that's considered a medical emergency. Sometimes uh, those acute cases can lead to chronic problems, and those can be difficult to treat. We often need uh, long-term antibiotics. Um, in chronic cases, typically, it's no longer the ba- a bacteria that's causing the issue, but the prostate, for some reason, stays uh, swollen, uh, and that can cause all kinds of problems, including sexual sexual difficulty, pain, uh, problem with voiding. Um, is the difficulty urinating the only symptom that uh, a man would have, or are there other symptoms to indicate that there's something else going on? Yeah, so typically it would be one of those key symptoms, um, but there's definitely others, like a weak stream when peeing is another classic symptom. Getting up more often at night um, is another major inconvenience for a lot of patients. Um, So there's definitely several different symptoms that are associated with a prostate that's getting larger. Um, I also mentioned off the top that we were going to be talking about benign prostate hyperplasia. Um, What exactly is that? So 
It's a very common uh, problem, especially as men age. Basically, the cells of the prostate start to grow and they multiply, and that's what we call hyperplasia. Um, it's not that the prostate gland gets larger cells, but it's more that more and more cells accumulate. So you can think of that as too many people trying to fit in a small room. There's constantly more people coming in than people exiting, and that leads to basically swelling of the prostate and uh, the symptoms associated with that. Okay, and and what would cause that? So we know that um, specific hormones uh, affect the cells of the prostate, and one of the main ones, as I was mentioning earlier, is testosterone. So it's a little bit complicated, but basically we produce testosterone. Testosterone is an anabolic hormone. It makes things grow. Um, And when testosterone starts to affect the cells of the prostate, it causes those cells to start dividing, and then the prostate grows because of that. Now, testosterone plays a key role, but there's also an enzyme that converts testosterone into dihydrotestosterone. And that DHT, it's called, is far more powerful than testosterone itself. So it has an even greater effect on the prostate. It's about 20 times more powerful. And there's an enzyme that converts that called 5-alpha reductase. And so when we're treating those problems, we'll often be targeting that that enzyme. Um, So, of course, testosterone, we know it's important for all kinds of uh, sexual characteristics in men. It leads to deepness of the voice. It causes uh, body hair growth, also muscle growth. It's important for reproductive organ development. But unfortunately, the effect of that hormone over time increases the size of the prostate, and um, that can lead to BPH. There's other, um, there's other factors. So other hormone imbalances um, can also play a role. So estrogen can play a role. And then, of course, uh, as I was mentioning earlier, lifestyle is also really important when it comes to prostate health. So would you say size matters when it comes to BPH? For sure, yeah. I think it's clearly the problem. So um, as I said earlier, typically the the prostate in young men is the size of a walnut. So men in their 20s uh, typically have a prostate the size of a walnut. It starts to, it will often grow to about the size of an apricot when a man is in his 40s. And then it gets even larger to the size about of a kiwi when men are in their 60s. Yeah. And if we look at the statistics in Canada, we know that BPH affects about 3.7 million men. So it's a very common problem. It's something that I see in practice all the time. And quite honestly, it's one of the main reasons why men seek help. Uh, okay, two questions. A, why is it so common? Is it Do you see often the issue being lifestyle um, and environmental factors or her- hormonal imbalances? Like what seems to be the most common reason for it? Um, well, I think one of the main reasons, of course, is that we live longer and it's a problem that affects men um, more and more as men age. And the problem becomes very, very common when men are above 75 and even more so after the age of 85. Okay. So there's definitely that. Um, But, of course, unhealthy lifestyle, some of the things we talked about earlier, we have more and more problems with obesity, which starts to affect hormones, which can increase the risk of BPH and prostate issues. Our diet, that's 
live longer. So what effect does BPH have on, on the men that are suffering from it? So the increased number of cells in the prostate uh, leads the prostate becoming larger. And the problem there is the structures around the prostate. So like I said, it sits below the bladder. So as it grows, it'll start to push up on the bladder. And then that often will start causing issues. Um, it's hard to avoid completely. And then if urine stays in the bladder, it increases the risk of urinary tract infections. It can also press against the urethra and then restrict the flow of urine. And so uh, some of the symptoms of weak flow or um, urgency, um, having a hard time starting to pee, all of those can come from that. And same with uh, constantly getting up at night to pee, uh, and even during the day, there'll often be more frequent urination because the bladder is not emptying properly. Okay, we're going to take a, a quick break right here. For our listeners, if you have any questions this morning, the numbers to call or text 464-1070, toll-free 1-866-464-1070. We'll be right back with Ask the Expert on CHOK. This is Ask the Expert. Now, back to your host. Welcome back to Ask the Expert. Joining me this morning, naturopathic doctor Ludo Burnell and manager at Blue Water Nutrition, Kristen Neald. Uh, we're talking this morning in particular about uh, men's health, prostate health. If you have any questions, those numbers to call or text 464-1070, toll-free 1-866-464-1070. And as always, if you have other questions, you want to find out some more information, you can visit bluewaternutrition.com or visit the store in the Lennon Road Plaza in Sarnia. Their number to call, 519-336-5258. Um, Dr. Ludo, before the break, we were talking a little bit about um, the symptoms and what effect BPH has on men that are dealing with it. I'm curious, um, do the symptoms of BPH, if not treated or as the man ages, do they get worse over time? They really do, yeah, unfortunately, because the, the prostate tends to get larger as men age. Without treatment, we would expect those symptoms to get worse. But of course, with treatments, um, you know, we can start affecting the size of the prostate and uh, those symptoms will often stabilize or get better with time. Um, typically what I see though is that without treatments, uh, without treatment, we typically see that um, those, those annoying symptoms start to get worse and, and potentially or, or likely um, waking up at night to use the washroom gets worse and worse and worse. And that's typically when men will come in um, asking for help. Yeah, when you think about the time that it takes once you're awoken in the middle of the night yeah. to run to the bathroom and then having to try and fall back asleep, I, I can imagine that that would have serious implications on someone's sleep routine. If that for was happening sure. happening all the time, especially. Yeah. Oh, for sure, right? Yeah, super annoying. Uh, people are exhausted. And then don't forget their partner as well, right? Um, so everybody is, gets cranky and basically quality of life is not that good if you can't sleep. So how much of an effect does BPH have on one's sleep? It can have a profound effect. And, and I think we also have to remember that poor sleep is, is very common to begin with. They say, you know, most of us don't sleep well about twice a week. Um, we have clear studies, though, where we see that sleep quality can uh, basically sleep quality gets worse as symptoms of BPH um, 
worsen. So um, the main study shows that men that have the worst sleep quality are 60% more likely to have BPH. So again, a serious effect on sleep and, and basically the person wakes up all the time to use the washroom. Um, now, most men associate the initials PSA when we're talking about prostate health. Does it have anything to do with BPH? Throwing out a lot of letters this morning. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, thanks for bringing this up. So um, PSA, the prostate-specific antigen, is a blood test. Um, it's, it's the routine test to check the size of the prostate. Basically, the higher the number, the larger the prostate. But that's all that that uh, test tells us, how big is the prostate. Um, So essentially what we're looking at is a protein that's made by prostate cells. And um, an elevated level of PSA is a marker for BPH, but also prostatitis. It can be related to a urinary tract infection and prostate cancer. Um, so it's not a it's not a clear diagnosis. It just tells us, okay, well, the number is high, which means the prostate is large, but we don't know why. So typically, if we're worried about prostate cancer, we need to do more evaluation, and typically that'll involve more testing. Um, the classic test that we would add at that point would be a digital rectal exam, where we're trying to feel the the size of the prostate, but also uh, its shape, are there lumps on the prostate? And then, uh, you know, after that, if we're still concerned, we would typically do a prostate biopsy where we go in, we grab some of the cells uh, from the prostate gland, and then we look at them. Are they normal or do we have precancerous changes? Or in the worst case scenario, do we have prostate cancer? I have a question. I'm curious because as women, um, we have regular checkups with our doctors um, once every two years, once you reach a certain age. Um, so I'm wondering, is it the same for men? Once they reach a certain age, uh, should they be getting a, um, I guess, prostate checkup every so often? And how often is that? For sure. We definitely, you know, especially if there's symptoms, we definitely want to start looking what's going on. Um, the Canadian Cancer Society recommends that men start to talk to their doctor about the potential benefits and risk of screening for prostate cancer at about the age of 50. Uh, men that are at a higher risk probably want to start discussing that sooner. I would have thought it was much younger than that, but 50 years old. Okay. I thought you were yeah. going to say like 40. It depends. So some men are more at risk, like I was saying. So we know, for example, that uh, men of African descent are more likely to have an aggressive form of prostate cancer because the genetic profile when it comes to the to prostate cancer is slightly different. We also know that if you have a relative that's had prostate cancer before the age of 60, uh, you should start having those discussions sooner. And if you know that there's a specific gene in your family called BRCA, um, which increases the risk of cancer overall, then you probably want to start um, having screening or at least discussing it with your doctor around the age of 40. You're correct. Um, Do BPH and prostate cancer have any symptoms in common? They're very similar, and that's where, you know, as soon as we start getting some symptoms of urinary urgency, a weak stream, intermittent flow, feeling like the bladder is not completely empty, 
we need to start investigating and we definitely want to rule out prostate cancer before we treat uh, BPH, whether it's with medication or with natural health products. Very, very important to make sure we're not dealing with cancer. Okay. What is the most common action taken by urologists when men have BPH? So typically, we would be using prescription drugs, right? Uh, The urologist would typically use um, drugs that are basically have two major mechanisms of action. Um, So one of those is called an alpha blocker. And the classic example there in terms of medication is Flomax. Those types of medications, they basically relax the prostate and the bladder muscles by blocking a a specific receptor. Um, so that helps, you know, if the prostate is swollen and it helps to promote normal flow, urine flow. The other one is called an alpha reductase inhibitor. And this is uh, the classic example here is uh, Proscar. And these work more on testosterone. And um, basically, the enzyme that we're blocking here converts some of the testosterone to uh, dihydrotestosterone or DHT, which, as I was saying earlier, is far more powerful. So we're taming the effect of testosterone on the prostate cells to help basically prevent any further growth in size and hopefully cause a small uh, shrinking of the prostate. Because the 5-alpha reductase, so the Proscar, because it works on testosterone, it tends to have more side effects. Um, like so like that's what? something to consider. Well, because it influences hormones, it can, lo- it can lead to loss of libido, uh, rectal dysfunction. It can also affect mood and increase the risk of depression and anxiety. Uh, Flomax, because it works more on relaxing muscles, tends to have less of those effects. Are there any natural alternatives? For sure. There's many uh, science-driven nutrients uh, that have lots of research and we know that they have a positive impact on the prostate, especially with BPH. Um, we can make a significant improvement typically in those patients' quality of life. Um, I've heard a little bit about saw palmetto, which is hard for me to say. <laughs> um, are, th- are there any others that could also help? For sure. So saw palmetto is the classic example of a natural health product that's used for the prostate. Um, basically, it contains um, oils that have been shown in research. We have lots of human trials, about 35 uh, for BPH, where we see that supplementation with sopal meadow leads to improvements of uh, urinary tract symptoms in, in uh, several ways. And so it typically tends to help quite a bit with the symptoms of BPH. Another, um, another uh, nutrient that's uh, very helpful is called rye pollen, fla- uh, rye flower pollen, and um, we know that when men take a formula for the prostate that contains this ingredient, uh, it really helps to improve uh, symptoms associated with waking up at night, use the washroom, but also frequent urination during the day. So, uh, significant improvements in symptoms of BPH with both both of those natural products. Um, So the one ingredient I always suggest to women, but I'm curious about it for men, is cranberry extract. Yeah, for sure. And and like I said earlier, if the prostate is large enough and starts pushing against the bladder, if the urine is not 
emptying the bladder completely, then we end up with an increased risk of urinary tract infections. And cranberry extract is, is very effective at preventing those types of problems because it basically prevents bacteria from latching on to the urinary tract wall, which they need to do to cause an infection. We also have research that shows that uh, with cranberry, we can have improvements in prostate, prostate health overall. Um, it contains powerful antioxidants, so even for prostate cancer, there would be some benefits. But in terms of um, p- parameters associated with urination, so rate of urine flow, average flow, um, and then voiding the bladder completely, as well as lowering PSA, um, cranberry has excellent research um, and has been shown to be beneficial when, when used in a study for 180 days in those men. That's super interesting. Can they take it as a preventative, or would you only suggest that, um, say, they take cranberry extract if they're experiencing symptoms? So the research shows that it works far better as a preventative. So okay. typically, I would definitely recommend it if, if, there's a, if there's a history of urinary tract infections. It would certainly be something I would add to try to prevent those from occurring, that in probiotics. Any other natural alternatives? For sure. Another one that's often used are uh, plant sterols, and uh, betastosterol is one of the most common ingredients there. They're powerful anti-inflammatories, so of course uh, chronic inflammation plays a significant role in a lot of the prostate conditions we talked about, including BPH. They also influence hormones, and they help to balance androgens, which are male hormones, things like testosterone and DHT. Um, so very helpful for BPH. There's others as well. Uh, I talked about lycopene a little bit earlier, which is found in tomatoes. Selenium is another powerful antioxidant. And uh, we have research that shows that when we combine those with salt palmetto, um, we get significant improvements in urinary flow and inflammation markers in patients with BPH. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's numerous products on the market that have all kinds of potential benefits for the prostate. I, I always tell my patients, though, that what's really important is to find a product of high quality where the product, uh, the ingredients are extracted properly, the potency is optimal, and then we want precise sourcing for six, uh, several of the plant components. There's specific ingredients in salt palmetto, um, for example, um, that, that are crucial to have those beneficial effects and, and improve symptoms in those patients. And so getting the right product is really important. All right, we do have to take another quick break right here. Um, when we come back, we'll talk um, more about uh, natural alternatives of, for men dealing with BPH and to improve their prostate health. Again, if you have any questions, the numbers to call or text 464-1070, toll free 1-866-464-1070. We'll be right back with Ask the Expert on CHOK. This is Ask the Expert. Now, back to the studio. Welcome back to Ask the Expert. Joining me this morning, naturopathic doctor Ludo Brunel and manager at Blue Water Nutrition, Kristen Neald. We're talking this morning about men's health, prostate health. If you have any questions, 
The numbers to call again, 464-1070. You can also text with your questions or visit bluewaternutrition.com if you have some more um, or want to find out some more information about some of the different uh, natural supplements that we've been talking about this morning when it comes to supporting men's prostate health. Um, Dr. Ludo, we, we talked uh, about a few natural alternatives uh saw palmetto why is that hard for me to say <laughs> uh cranberry extract uh you mentioned uh, lycopene and selenium uh, are you suggesting that men of a certain age um or if they're dealing with symptoms take all of these natural supplements i think it makes a lot of sense um you know it's it's i think it's the case with uh bph and prostate health overall that prevention goes a long way. It's, you know, I think once symptoms start appearing, we can still have uh, very effective treatments, and, and some of the things we talked about will make a significant difference. But given that prostate problems are so common, I typically recommend that men uh, proactively take a supplement to prevent those issues as they age. Is there one particular supplement that maybe has everything in it so that they don't have to run out and buy six or seven different things that's all in one for them? For sure. You know, when it comes to BPH, um, the product that I use the most is the New Roots Herbal, uh, New Roots Herbal Prostate Perform. I've used it with many patients and uh, it works very well and it's easily available in most health food stores. I like New Roots. It's a Canadian company. Um, they have excellent products. They do all the work behind the product to make sure that, you know, the things we talked about uh, have been addressed. So they test in uh, what's called an ISO 17025 accredited lab, which is basically a certification that makes sure that the testing is done properly um, for those ingredients and to make sure the product in the end um, has what it needs in order to improve the patient's quality of life. Um, when it comes to the, the supplement does it depend on the man's age or symptoms of how much they should be taking? Or is it a pretty standard dose across the board? Yeah, I find, um, you know, it's a pretty standard dose across the board. Of course, um, if there are symptoms, uh, we tend to treat more aggressively. Okay. Um, but, yeah, typically I would start with the recommended dose and then um, go from there. So typically with the prostate performance, two soft gels per day with food. Okay, what about erectile dysfunction in, in all of this? If a gentleman is dealing with BPH and trying to deal with those symptoms, where does a, or how does erectile dysfunction come into to play there? Yeah, so of course that's a really important question. And, and for, for men that suffer from those conditions, it's probably the most important question. So just uh, before I answer that, just to qualify erectile dysfunction, basically... Um, we define that as, as the inability to maintain an erection uh, sufficient for sexual intercourse at least 25% of the time. So a uh, pretty serious problem. It's also very common. The largest study there was done in Massachusetts. And in men between the ages of 40 and 70, we found a prevalence of erectile dysfunction at 52%. So... Um, of course, the, uh, the problem increases significantly as may men age. Uh, typically, erectile dysfunction, of course, is caused by a physical problem. So the majority of the time, the problem is that there's a physical condition that restricts blood flow or affects uh, nerve functioning or both. 
And the most common reasons for that are things like diabetes, uh, kidney disease, uh, things that affect the nervous system, so multiple sclerosis. It can also be um, atherosclerosis, so plaque basically in blood vessels that's restricting blood flow. And, um, of course, there's also lifestyle factors, so alcoholism, certain drugs um, can also cause those issues. Age is a, one of the key factors. Again, as we get older, this problem becomes more prevalent. We also know that hormones play a, uh, play a role. So if testosterone levels drop too much, those symptoms become more common. Um, so in the case of BPH, as it relates to all of this, as I said in the be- beginning, the prostate uh, surrounds a nerve. And if it starts to swell and it pinches the nerve, then it can lead to erectile dysfunction. In most cases, though, uh, with BPH, it's the treatments that uh, can be problematic. So the anti-testosterone drugs, ProScar, for example, that are used to treat BPH really increase the risk of erectile dysfunction. And, um, you know, typically over 3% of men will start having issues with libido and erectile dysfunction when they start those medications. Often they'll improve over time, but uh, not always. I just wanted to um, reiterate for the men listening, if you wouldn't mind, Dr. Ludo, um, repeating um, what some of those key symptoms are that if a man's experiencing those symptoms and, you know, get it checked out and, and at what age and how often they should be going regularly to have a checkup, even if they're not experiencing symptoms. Absolutely. So really important um, because it's such a common problem to start talking to your doctor about the risks and benefits of testing typically would be the PSA levels after the age of 50. For men that are at higher risk uh, because of a family history or their ancestry, typically we'd start having that discussion at the age of 40. Now, in terms of the frequency of the testing, typically if PSA is normal, we would test once a year. If we start seeing that PSA increases, then we want to start testing more frequently, and that's, of course, a conversation that you can have with your doctor if that's happening. Um, But one of the things that we're interested in is how quickly is that PSA increasing, is increasing, so the PSA doubling time um, is one of those key factors that we'll look at. If you have symptoms of prostate problems, so um, those would typically be... um, when you pee, the flow is decreased. It's harder to start peeing. It's hard to stop peeing. You feel like you have to pee immediately, so there's urgency. You feel like you're not able to avoid completely, so you have to pee more often because the bladder doesn't empty properly. And then if that gets worse, you can also start having some urinary tract infections. If there's any symptoms of that, you should see your doctor and then you can discuss with him what tests would be appropriate. But typically, we would start with a PSA to see the total size of the prostate. And then after that, we would probably, if that's abnormal, do further testing, such as a digital rectal exam and potentially even a biopsy. Uh, we talked, too, as well about some um, natural alternatives, some supplements. Um, you mentioned cranberry extract is good as a preventative measure when we're talking about a man's prostate health. What, I guess, on top of the supplements, what lifestyle changes 
would you suggest men take seriously um, to help uh, support their prostate health? Yeah, so, you know, again, for most of us, some of the key things to stay healthy, including maintaining a healthy prostate, try to maintain a healthy weight. And the best way to do that is to exercise regularly and eat properly. Be careful of the fat you eat, trans fats, saturated fats, increase inflammation, they increase the risk of weight gain and increase the risk of cancer, including prostate cancer. Try to eat lots of fruits and vegetables. They contain nutrients that are antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, that decrease the risk of all kinds of health problems, including prostate cancer and prostate issues. Um, so lifestyle, lifestyle certainly goes a long way um, when it comes to all of that. Um, Dr. Luno, thank you so much for joining us today. For our listeners who maybe want to find out some more information um, or a little bit more about yourself, do you have a a website that our listeners could uh, visit? For sure. My website is uh, drludobrunel.com. Perfect. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, We're going to say goodbye to Dr. Ludo here. When we come back, we'll talk with Kristen Neal, manager at Blue Water Nutrition, uh, about a little bit more about the products available Mm -hmm. at the store and the services at the clinic. Again, if you have any questions, call or text 464-1070, toll free 1-866-464-1070. We'll be right back with Ask the Expert on CHOK. This is Ask the Expert. Now back to your host. Welcome back to Ask the Expert. Joining me in the studio, manager at Blue Water Nutrition, Kristen Neald. Um, we were talking to Dr. Ludo Brunel uh, before the break about men's health, prostate health, and he mentioned a few supplements that are good for men to take as a preventative yeah. to uh, prevent BPH and other prostate health issues. Yeah. Um, those natural supplements... Saw palmetto. Saw palmetto. I yeah. got that one out. That yeah, time. you did good. Uh, cran- thank you. Cranberry. <laughs> Why is it hard to say? I don't know. It's just not a natural word. It really isn't. No. Uh, cranberry extract. Um, there was a couple of rye flower pollen. Are those available at Blue Water Nutrition? Yes. So you can get them all as singular ingredients, but we do have them all in one, as Dr. Ludo had mentioned. Um, it's the new rate, new roots. Sorry. Oh, I can't talk. Sorry. It's the new roots prostate perform, and it contains all of the ingredients that he's mentioned today in the radio uh so it's available all in one so much easier to take it's the two capsules with food like he had mentioned and we do have a little display going right now for that specific product right when you walk into store super easy to grab and they have a little bit of like a promotion going right now with this product because it is men's health month it is movember yes and uh, they have little uh, 15 capsule trial sizes for you to buy. And okay. they state and they swear that that's all you need to see the effects of it working is just the 15 capsules in there. So it's like, I can't do math, but it's like, <laughs> it's like a, Two seven, a day, seven it's a, it's a day week. It's supply. A week. <laughs> I'm here for natural supplements, not math. Uh, you know what? I'm not that good at it's math fine. either. But so it's like a seven. It's like a seven day supply. <laughs> We're gonna cut off the air because now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> and uh, so basically, they're saying that that's more than enough for you to see that this product is going to work. They have it really smartly marketed, actually, for the wives and how the men are constantly getting up at night and peeing and disrupting everyone's sleep. So it's marketed for women as well to. <laughs> get it for their husbands so that they can sleep better <laughs> yes exactly i love that yeah 
Um, now, if someone uh, wanted to come into the store and say they wanted to get one of these supplements, mm-hmm. but they don't know what works best for them, what they really need, yeah. instead of just randomly grabbing things yeah. off the shelf, going, yes. oh, I heard this is good for you. Um, who do you have at the clinic there that could help them determine what it is they should be Absolutely. taking? Absolutely. So we have the whole clinic in the back. We have Dr. Heinen, who's our naturopathic doctor. She's been in business. It's November now, so it's been 30 years of her doing this oh wow yeah i know happy anniversary a long time for her uh we have our ayurvedic doctor as well dr manjiri nadkarni who's also our holistic nutritionist and our allergy specialist uh frank yazdani who's the owner and also our live cell technician he's more than able to help steer men in the direction of what prostate products work for them um these aren't really related to the prostate but we do have megan duncan our osteopath and then sandra sire a reflexologist um i know that frank does the live blood cell he does and yeah. dr ludo mentioned that sometimes uh hormonal imbalances mm-hmm. come into play when with men ta- uh, dealing with uh, prostate health issues absolutely yep. so is that something that frank can help them determine if they have any hormonal imbalances he can to an extent so live cell um it's not about the numbers on the paper what he's looking at is the life of your blood cells yeah the life of your cells the health of it everything but what he can see during the live cell appointment is that there's hormonal issues he can't tell you specifically what What they are yes but that's where he would direct you to dr heinen who can do that blood work with you to tell you exactly what's going on okay Mm -hmm. um now if someone wanted to make an appointment with anybody at the clinic i know in the past there was also like free consult yes yeah so um our practitioners dr heinen and dr manjiri both do free 15 minute consultations um frank offers uh you can sit down and chat with him if you would like to before booking a live cell uh, yeah, that's something we can do for you yeah there is a lot more that goes into that live there's cell so much information yeah ahead of time yes oh yeah like you can't it's so you have to be four weeks free of any ultrasounds mris bone scans cat scans x-rays mammograms uh flu shots vaccinations uh the day of the appointment you need to fast for three hours prior to so no food gum mints candy no brushing your teeth no smoking no drinking coffee or any other beverages except for plain water during that time so it's like a pretty extensive preparation for the live cell which is fascinating to me because i I don't understand like why can't i chew gum yes I don't get that. It activates the digestive system. So when that activates, he can't actually see if there's any gut issues going on. So, yeah. So if that's something you were hoping to see in the appointment, if you activate the digestive system, which something as simple as even working out prior to coming in. You can't do that either. Yeah, you can't. Not that I do. You have to sit at home and not do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, not that I do. So I literally, I should just roll out of bed right before my appointment and go in. Yes, you got it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if uh, someone wanted to book, how could they go about doing that? Yeah. So there's a few ways to book. Uh, you can call us at the store at 519-336-5258, or you can go online to bluewaternutrition.com. We do have a booking app there. Uh, that's for all of the practitioners, I believe, except for Frank is the only one you can't book online. So you would have to call or come into the store and we can book you. Are you guys pretty busy right now? I'm, I'm leading it up is. to yeah, we, holiday season, right cold and flu season. Yes. And right now, uh, because Dr. Heinen is covered under extended benefits, we have a lot of people who are wanting to use up those
those benefits. So by the end of the year, yeah, yes, by the end of I the year, that. yeah, it's that time of year. So she is still accepting new patients for that. If anybody's looking to get those benefits and use them up. It's also the time where people start thinking about Christmas and yes. New Year's and New Year's resolutions we, and losing weight. So I, I have put the Christmas tree up and I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's November. It, it's in it? the store. It's retail. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Everybody's shopping Christmas now. Um, that music means that's all the time we have for today. Again, if you want to find out some more information about some of the different uh, supplements that we were talking about or the different uh, practitioners at Blue Water Nutrition, you can go online, bluewaternutrition.com, or if you want to give the store a call, 519-336-5258, or you can visit them in person in the London Road Plaza in Sarnia. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me Thanks this morning. Thanks for having me. A pleasure as always. For our listeners, news is up next on CHOK. You've been listening to Ask the Expert on 103.9 FM, 1070 AM CHOK and online at chok.com. Ask the Expert is a production of CHOK, a Blackburn Media Incorporated station. The opinions expressed during this broadcast are those of the guest expert and are not necessarily those of the parent company, Blackburn Media Incorporated. Any reproduction, retransmission, or rebroadcast in part or in whole without the express written consent of Blackburn Media Incorporated is strictly prohibited.